Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Incredible Friday Show. Welcome to the beautiful Butterfly Show, where we provide a platform to inform, inspire, and motivate our listeners. Presenting you with amazing guests from entrepreneurs, authors, music artists, poets, and more. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. want to say happy Thursday to you guys out there. Hope you've had a fantastic week. Um, hope that it's being productive and all those great things for you. If you didn't know, the Beautiful Butterfly Radio Show is brought to you by Vibration Radio. That means you're listening to a show that's being broadcast globally. Um, so big shouts out to Vibration Radio Network for always holding us down. Also to our sponsors, um, that are hailing from Chicago to Louisiana at The Shop, um, The Shop Daiquiri and Wings Restaurant located in Marrero, uh, Louisiana. So if you're ever in Marrero, Louisiana, definitely stop by The Shop. They have the best daiquiris and wings you can find. I'll tell them B-Fly uh, sent you that way. And uh, big shouts out to our sponsors at Ambient Records in Kansas City. Uh, we definitely appreciate you guys as well. And so tonight, you guys, we got a new guest coming through the show. I'm excited about having her on because she's just been making moves. I'm um, having to connect with her uh, via social media and just seeing how she um, is able to share her story and connect with so many people um, in various places. Um, I just love, love, love um, her go-getter spirit. And so I'm talking about no other than Tanya Barbie tonight. You guys, she's going to come on. And we're going to discuss her latest book, I Am Still a Rose in Spite of It All. Um, man, uh, Tanya is um, the best-selling author, inspirational speaker, playwright, oh, man, and founder of I Am Still a Rose LLC. And, man, I'm excited about having her on the show tonight. So if you're out there, you got questions, comments, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. Or as many of you like to do, feel free to hit me up on Facebook at Bianca Fly. Send me a message via inbox, and I would love to ask your questions live here on the broadcast this evening. And so we're not going to delay any longer. We're going to bring the lady of the hour on here. Tanya, are you there? Hello. Yes, I am here. I'm grateful to be here. Thank you so much, Bianca. <laughs> 
Absolutely. I am doing great. I've been looking forward to having you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on here. Definitely appreciate it. It's an honor. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) And I am glad that you're on the show. I know you're always um, on the move. Uh, you know, doing different events, speaking engagements. And so I'm just glad that you have taken the time out to um, talk with us a bit this evening. And so, um, Tanya, for the folks out here, uh, this may be their first time hearing about you, hearing your story. Uh, Tell the folks a little bit about who is Tanya Barbie. Tanya Barbie, she grew up in North Carolina, and she ended up sort of like migrating to the north in Washington, D.C. area to live with uh, my mom and my sisters, and mm-hmm. I, I pretty much stayed here from ninth grade on, and uh, okay. I really enjoyed the experience. It it took me from a country girl to a city girl, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm, I'm blessed to have a little bit of both. So I'm a, I feel yeah. like I'm a seasoned woman when you combine the, the experience and the 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 heartaches and all of that into mm-hmm. one person, and I just mm-hmm. took it all and ran with it, and that that's what I've been doing. Um, I'm also a project manager for the Department okay. of Defense, but my my heart is just reaching out to more so women to to help them be the best that they can be, and and right. to not stay not stay in a funk because something didn't work out with them, whether it be a job, whether it be a relationship, whether it be be a a horrific experience, just just doing what I can to help them move beyond to that place where they they should be. So that's me in a nutshell. Wonderful. And go ahead. Yes. Oh, this is this is my second book. I well, I did a, a co-authoring project um, yes. with twelve other authors. It was a, a fantastic experience, and that book did very well, made us bestsellers. And we, a lot of them, were just new to the new to writing, and right. the stories right. were just great testimonies, sharing our prayers. Um, right. But this, Project. I am still a rose. You know, I was trying to put that book together for thirty years. Wow, thirty years. That wow. title came to me from an old boyfriend who told me I wasn't going to mount too much. Uh, mm. But he also threw in there, if I ever wrote a book, I should call it "I Am Still a Rose." And I just, I just, I just kept wow. it. It's amazing what yeah. we keep. Um, and how it turns out, but it's the whole, it's the whole story and I'm much older than 30 years old, but it encompasses about 35 years of my life. Wow. And, and that, and and I just wrote about the hardships and then the pain and, and, and I also wrote, uh, an ending to it being that you got to be strong and you can get beyond all of this stuff. You just got to keep the faith and never lose sight of faith in spite of whatever we go through. So that's, um, that's, this is my latest project, but I'm also uh, writing the play to I Am Still a Rose. So 
I tell you, between a full-time job, raising <laughs> as a single parent, I got a 12-year-old who thinks he's 18, as big as I am, and I'm like, wow. But God gives you the strength to keep moving, and he, keeps, he, he gives me the strength to keep pressing on. But when I reflect on the day from day to day, I'm like, wow, how did this happen? You right. Know? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the the great things um I love is um as I was uh, reading your book, well began reading your book, um I am still a rose last week. Um at the very beginning, uh you do a dedication um that says to the ladies, um uh, let's be the first to change. Then we can go and get whomever and whatever we deserve and des- desire to have in our lives. Uh, And and I just thought that was so profound um, about let's be the first to change because oftentimes as women, we don't always realize that once we experience certain things in our lives, how those things can turn into cycles very easily Um, and, and, you know, pass on to our children, grandchildren and so forth. And so uh, with this book, uh, dealing with a whole lot that has taken place with you. And, and you chose to um, talk about the challenges that you faced um, throughout your, your life. And so what was it that made you decide to share um, your journey of the things that you experienced uh, from adolescence up into um, adulthood? My readers, because I kept, I told them in the first book, the little girl inside that Mm -hmm. I was going to give them the whole story. So Uh that the first book was about one relationship pretty much. And I, and I saw my dad as the the perfect guy, um, even though he was not. And, but as a little girl, that's how I saw him and that, and I stood by it. I didn't care what anybody said that, that we we have a tendency, even as grown women, to see what we want to see, mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm, force that we can tell our eyes we're lying. We see something right. totally different than what our eyes <laughs> even see. Right. So right. I wanted to write. First of all, I um I wanted to write because it was therapeutic. Uh, I jur- I've journaled since I was in the first grade, and it occurred to me, wow, I feel so much better when I write this stuff. And and then when I get my girlfriends and I, we we have a a, a few of us call ourselves the G, the G's for gangsters, the spirit of gangsters. <laughs> we 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 pray for we pray our way through yeah. things. We're warriors, Absolutely. but we put God first. So That's we right. congregated each other's homes, and, and one day I was just telling them story after story. And they were pretty much laughing, and, and, you know, I'm like, y'all, this really happened. What are y'all laughing about? They said, right. honey, you're so animated. You need to be writing this. And <laughs> I started doing it. And right. I always knew I would be in this field, but I didn't know to what extent. But when I started writing from event to event, occurrence to occurrence, from childhood on up to how I where I am today, I said, "Oh wow, this is not only helping me. I bet it's going to help other women and men mm-hmm. too, because men need to see. I've had men that read it from the from the covers 
to the to the end, and and they said it made them see women differently, not as strong as they thought they were, and that they need to take a step back and think before they act and do the things that they do. So I was like, oh, okay. But I wrote it primarily to for, therape- for therapeutic purposes. I just wanted to flush it out. But then after I read it, what I wrote, I said, oh, my God. This can help so many other people. Um, mm-hmm. I need to publish this, and and one thing led to another. But my my goal was to just get it out because, like I said, it was a goal of mine thirty plus years ago. That title right. meant I had to put something behind it, and my life was just right for it. So I said, let me just give them my readers what I promised in the first book, the whole story. And Absolutely. that's why I did it. So it was written to the ladies because we are the first ones. We're the primary people that should be making change and not necessarily always, well, he did this, he did that. What I learned from my own experiences was that I was the common denominator in all of yeah. that mess. So that meant I had to make some changes, and that's what I stress to my readers and the people that I meet while I'm out here. Um, We have to make changes within ourselves in order to get what we're looking for in life, Mm -hmm. period. And that's that's why I wrote it, and that's why I dedicated it to the ladies. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, One of the things I, I wanted to discuss, because... Um, I always tell folks, you know, during it seems during the summertime and as we get ready to go into the winter, um, people seek companionship. Uh, it's something about summertime and <laughs> and the heat, and and then as we get yeah. ready to go into our winter months, um, companionships. And one of the things, um, you talk about, um, is your relationships, um, that you experience. And from the beginning, you always talked about how you always was famous for denying the warning signs that that popped up when it came to relationships. And so um, let's talk about that a little bit. For you and your experience, um, take us back to, you know, the beginning of, of what a relationship looks like for you and how it, you know, rolled into other relationships you began to have? Well, well, it started out with my parents Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. my my dad, a military officer, and he trying to pretty much take my mom's life right in front of all four of their kids. We were just four, we were four girls and we witnessed that. So that's my first chapter. And my mom was trying to push the gun that my grandmom had, she was getting ready to shoot him. My mom pushed it out the way, and she was being stabbed. So right away, as I reflect on that, each one of my sisters, from witnessing that, you're you're going to be in a forgiving mindset. You you gonna you're gonna let things fly. It's okay. 
It, uh, we're not going to worry about it. We're not going to face this music. We're going to act like it didn't happen. My mom was protecting him, and he was trying to kill her. Mm. So that wow. in itself led me to believe during in, during my relationships. And I, I mm-hmm. after reading it and reading it and reading it, because I didn't do the edits and all that stuff. I I, I paid heavily for that. But I reread it because I was in awe. You did what? You you saw the signs, but you did what? So I, I I had to ask myself, why do I think I did what I did in right. in my relationship? Because right. the core, the foundation of my family, my parents, my mom forgave my dad for what he did, even as 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 horrific as that was. She right. had forgiven him on the spot, not not five years later, ten years later. She even gone to therapy or whatnot. She forgave him while he was stabbing her. Wow. So I believe my sisters and I had the same concept. It's okay. Oh, we didn't see what we thought we saw. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we grow up in denial. Not that we want to, because we're all smart. We right. we we, but but that doesn't come into play. You can be the, you can be a PhD, a ED, a, a doctor, <laughs> medical doctor. That's right. When it That's comes right. to love or what you think is love, That's your right. eyes can be closed. Absolutely. And Absolutely. my eyes were closed. I mm-hmm. I saw all the signs. My now my mind was saying, "Girl, you need to quit." I know you saw mm-hmm. that. Right. I know you heard that. I know mm-hmm. you witnessed that. But I got to the point where I was so forgiving, or I didn't let them know I knew something. Mm-hmm. And and it did. It took me in my fifties. To realize I, I had to wake up. I had to. I was like in a trance. I felt like a Stepford wife because I didn't. I did not. I did not connect the dots until I was in my fifties. And yeah, I had mm-hmm. therapy. I got. I had therapy, uh, good therapy. Um, but it took prayer and actually going to a spiritual retreat to wake up. It was the the weirdest thing, but I can tell you, I don't know what it is about women that we we turn the other cheek, and especially during the wintertime when you Mm want to be cuddled up, you want to go to the movies with somebody, or you want to be in the house more, um, you don't want to be in there alone. We need to love ourselves. That's right. That's why I said change right. starts with us. Because if we love ourselves, you won't allow somebody to stab you multiple mm-hmm. times and, mm-hmm. and not want to defend yourself. Right. You wouldn't mm-hmm. want to be in marriage after marriage with men that were different, mm-hmm. different people, but they still did wrong things to you. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I realized I was the common denominator I had to make. I was the common person. That was the mm-hmm. one that was in the core, in the center, the integral person with within all those 
relationships, all those spouses, those four spouses, and it occurred to me, wow, it's you. Right. And we have a tendency to attract what we are. Hmm. So if we're broken, we're going to attract brokenness. I have a my, on my live tonight, that's what we're going to talk about with my cousin, um, a minister, Minister mm-hmm. Amanda Barbie. Um, that that empty vessel, we gotta we gotta get filled. We gotta Absolutely. love ourselves. We gotta forgive. We got to disconnect with disconnection. We gotta mm-hmm. just disconnect with it and start right. working on taking care of ourselves so that we right. won't go back out here and do the same thing that we just got out of. Mm-hmm. Because it's just mm-hmm. a vicious cycle when we do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for you, um, you know, talking about um your your marriages as well, for you, because you know, we, we talk about how sometimes even as young girls, uh, we are giving this kind of fairy tale outlook on what marriage looks like. This is what how marriage should be ran, and this is what it looks like to be a wife, and this is what it looks like to be a husband. And do you think that once in that first marriage, do you begin that? Do you think that you had a fantasy idea of what marriage was, or do you just think that there were things that you chose to simply not recognize in those individuals that you got married to? Uh, it was definitely. See, you didn't even mm-hmm. you didn't get the first book, but the mm-hmm. little girl inside was nothing but fantasy. She was just a little yeah. girl. Yeah. So she was running around in circles, skipping around, uh, mm-hmm. trying to get the perfect marriage, trying to get the right. perfect house. Had had all of that stuff. Um, right. But didn't have the right marriage. Didn't have the right partner. Mm-hmm. Wasn't right myself. So I can't. Right. I'm not even gonna put all the onus on him. I, I I came in wrong, but it was all fantasy based. It was because my I figured my parents didn't do it right, so I was gonna definitely show them how to do it right. And <laughs> I was going around in circles because that never that never happened. But right. yes, we we live in this fairy tale uh, where we. Well, we feel like we have to do these things. Right. We have to get married. We have right. to wear the white dress. We have to get married before we're 30. We have to have children. We have to do this. We have to mm-hmm. have the right job. Yeah. We have to go to college. Yes. Um, I had so many you have to do these that you know, I can't put the onus on my parents. That, that was mm-hmm. my obsession of having that fairy tale life. Right. And when one broke, it didn't stop me. The next one asked, I'm right there. I didn't even give mm-hmm. a thought. I didn't even factor in, do I even like him that much to get married? Wow. I yeah. just I just felt it was something about him that could make it work. And we wow. could have kids together and start mm-hmm. a life together and go from there. So right. I, I I wish I had learned the importance, um, the the purity of marriage. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see any marriages working 
in, in, in my life, besides my grandparents, my paternal right. side, they, they were married, so death did them part in this over 50 years. But overall, I did not witness uh, a married couple staying together being happy. Mm-hmm. So my goal was to find that right. and define that and lock it in for life. Fail, okay, I'll try it again. And 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 the the more I did it, the more it occurred to me. Wait a minute, doesn't work like this. Do you got to make some changes within before you even consider saying yes? You got too much work to do on you before you consider saying yes. And mm-hmm. and a lot of people tease me. Well, girl, I never had one husband. You had four. What you talking about? Well, I had four wrong ones, That's right. and I said yes inappropriately, and and by me saying yes, I failed. I failed those four times. They were they were mm-hmm. not the people for me. Right. Um, I had beautiful children as a result of having uh, uh, those husbands. Three of the right. husbands we had, I had kids with. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Two of the husbands. I can't remember. No, three of the husbands. So, you see there? You get all confused. You get all tangled <laughs> up in your own mess. Um, mm. and, 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 and it's an ongoing process to fix your mess. Right. And what, what, I, what I stress to women is it's up to us to fix our mess and stop Absolutely. blaming him or them because Overall, it's us. We are allowed ourselves to be a part of the mess. So we have to take at least part of the responsibility to rectify part of the problem, which is where we come into play. Right. Absolutely. Do you think, because oftentimes, Tanya, we as women, um, uh, and I know specifically for me, when I was in college um, and I began dating, I end up going on this uh, <laughs> probably like two years sabbatical after that because I said, look, I keep running into these knuckleheads, you know, who aren't serious. They want to mistreat me. They want to do all these different things. And I always reflected it back on them, you know, what type of person he was and the things that he was doing until I had that moment where I began to reflect on what type of young woman I was at that particular time. And what was it that I was truly trying to seek, you know, out here. Um, And so sometimes it's not always easy. It's not a pretty picture when we see, you know, what we're, how we're representing ourselves, you know, and taking the blame for different things that we've experienced when it came to relationships. And so, for you in those moments where you realize, you know, what 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 is going on with me where these type of relationships are ending the way it did, how did you deal with that? Because for some women, it's not easy. It leads into, you know, depression and, and people feeling some type of way about it. How do people get past seeing the ugly side um, of our true self so that we can um, move ahead and not make those same mistakes when it comes to new relationships? Well, I'm proud of you, the fact that you came to those conclusions in college and you took a <laughs> two-year sabbatical. I'm like, 
my mouth is still open from you saying that. You might have to be careful what you said because I'm like, what? It took me 50 years to, to get it right. And here you did yeah. in college. Oh, my, that is, that is commendable because typically a woman doesn't regroup in college. They go yeah. out there and try it again. And, and right. that guy you just broke up with in, in a matter of days, and you started right. back up with somebody else. Yeah. And and yeah. that is, I don't, I think we do that because we don't want to rest because being lonely in our mm-hmm. mindset, yeah. we're thinking about what we did, and we're yeah. thinking about um, if we got somebody right away to replace that person, mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. think about pain. And what you don't know is all you're doing is adding to the pain because you don't even want that other person. You right. just got him to get your mind off of who you just broke up with. Right. And it's just a vicious cycle. It goes on and on. And the only thing that works in my favor, because after I read my own problem, after I wrote them, and I evaluated them because I, I actually studied me like I do at work for my job. I said, "Oh my gosh, look at the look at the problem. We gotta now find a solution to this because now you've written it all out. So now you know what issues you you're faced with. Now you gotta come up with some solutions. And and in the meantime, you gotta figure out some contingency plans." How, what are you going to do in the meantime until you get where you want to be? So mm-hmm. I immediately shut down. I started taking classes in areas where I needed, I knew I needed to learn, especially when I broke up with my last husband because he was a bigamist. And mm. I was like, wow, how did that come across? How did I right. not know that? But I had signs that something wasn't right. So even if it's a sign that something's not right, we got to follow that sign and say, hey, something's not right. Don't ignore it when you get that sign. Do you know if people who have acted on something is not right may be alive today? Right. They may be alive today if they acted on, not ignored it. We typically ignore, I knew something wasn't right. We ignore it. So my thing at 50 plus, 56 being that, I, when I feel that, feel that nudge, I'm acting on that nudge. I'm not waiting to, I'm not waiting to I see it in my eyesight. I'm not waiting for the visualization. I don't need that now. That nudge is enough for me to say, okay, I got to regroup. This is not going to work. But that took a whole lot of heartache, a whole lot of pain, a whole lot of experience. Um, And what I stress to women who have not gone through a whole lot, to prevent them from going through a whole lot, don't ignore the signs. Absolutely. That's the first step. Don't ignore the signs. And if they see themselves in a consistent situation, back to back, Mm -hmm. over and over again, Mm -hmm. a vicious cycle, Mm -hmm. then they have to understand it's them. It's not those guys that they're meeting. It's them. Absolutely. And they have to step back 
and whether it be by therapy and prayer, self-evaluation, self-help, self-hope even. You got to hope your way out of some of these situations. But right. whatever it is, you we have to take ownership. That's Absolutely. We have to take ownership. Absolutely. Um, one of our listeners, um, Lorraine, uh, from Decatur, Georgia, uh, she says, oh, do you feel, <laughs> she says, do you feel um, that sex is the major factor in what keeps a lot of women in relationships or situations that they really should not be in? I can't say the word, but I heard the word on one of the men's YouTube. I, I mm-hmm. can't even think of his name, and I hate I can't think of his name because he deserves a shout-out because every week he's telling women about men. And mm-hmm. I don't know why every woman in America who is single and maybe even married because he throws some darts out about men, married men that are out there cheating. But uh-huh. I don't know where he gets his expertise from, but he's right <laughs> on the money. And, right. and there is a word that he called women who are hung up on sex. And, yes, right. I can't even say that is only in young women's mindset. Yeah. I'm embarrassed yeah. to say women older than me are mm-hmm. looking for sex at any right. cost. That's right. So it is it, – it, 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 it gives me a heartbreak to know that mm-hmm. – Men know that women are looking for that, and they right. are manipulating us overall because they know that is what what, right. what we need. Right. And unfortunately, they are so good at the game that they'll have three of them that are hooked on him, and each mm-hmm. one of them may be so desperate for what he holds right. physically. He ain't gotta have no money. He ain't even got to have no car. They'll go pick him up. That right. they're caught up on that one thing, and then they're feeling crazy and deflated after he goes, after he leaves them that night. Because sometimes he don't even stay with them. He got Because he got to hit the other woman, or he got to go where he's supposed to be sleeping every night. But each one of those women are playing a part in in the destruction of, our society, and it's getting worse and worse because that means none of those four people have any value. Absolutely. The three women that are caught up on the sex and the man himself because he he manipulates them because, I'm sorry, he manipulates them because he knows what they need from him. Mm-hmm. So it is another vicious cycle. And, yes, the answer to Lorraine's question, yes, that is a, a very big problem. Yeah. It is a big Absolutely. problem. And our young, our, and guess who sees it? Guess who yeah. is watching this? Yep. Our, our young lady. Yep. Yep. Our children Absolutely. see this man go upstairs in the mm-hmm. bedroom. Right. Do his thing and walk out. So the young lady, the young 9-, 10-year-old girl is waiting for her day so she can do the same thing. And the the young boy is saying, now I know how we do these women, even if it's his mama. Mm -hmm. 
So okay. it it that's why I said it's a vicious cycle and it's just messing up our society because it's now more of that. I was just looking at the Kardashians the other day. Uh, one of the young ladies, the one with the basketball player, I don't even know their uh-huh. names anymore. I'm so disappointed. She announced, I'm thinking they're holding hands, her and the boy, the man, are getting ready to announce they're getting married. Uh-huh. No. They're getting ready to have another baby. That was another the announcement. <laughs> Nobody talked about a matrimony, a holy matrimony. Right. Right. So, we're we're what are we doing to ourselves that we're allowing men to just come in and manipulate? Now the good thing about Tanya Barbie, the men in my life knew they couldn't just lay up with me, and they knew they mm-hmm. couldn't use that that personal that that private part to hypnotize me. So right, they right. they wanted to marry me. So um, I might have had some issues with marrying the wrong one. But I stressed how important the way I carried myself morally, marriage is important. The only reason they broke up is because I finally woke up. Like I said, they either cheated, a bigamist. Uh, one was still in love with his first wife, so I had to send him back home. But all that's in the book. I mean, I wrote it all out so everybody can either relate to it or try their best not to let it happen to them. Because I don't know why women don't get information from others and mm-hmm. figure it won't happen to them. So they just dismiss it. I wish somebody sat down with me and warned me or shared stories with me because I would have had that stuff so embedded in me that I would have known, uh-uh, you're not going to do that to me. Oh, you're not going to play me like that. Oh, you're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. But I didn't have that because my mom was in fairy tale lane just like I was. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yes, the answer to her question, that happens a lot. And and women don't have to leave. The man ain't in her house anyway. She just needs to shut that type of relationship down because he is devaluing her as a woman. He's not looking at her as a queen that she is. He's just mm-hmm. knocking her off and moving on to the next woman. Right, absolutely. Um, let's see here. Destiny um, from Houston, Texas. Um, her question Hi, is: <laughs> Her question is due to failed marriages. She says, "How do you go about not feeling as if you're not lovable?" She says, "Being in my coming out of my second marriage, I experienced a time where I felt just like I was unlovable and deserving of having a mate." How did you deal with that emotion of feeling like you might be unlovable? Oh, wow. Destiny, your name in itself. When you look in the mirror, you you claim that name. You claim it. You are a gift from God. And just because those two men in your life did not work out, that's that's a problem that they're they're gonna be faced with. Not mm-hmm. you. Don't ever right. don't ever devalue yourself because of somebody else. You have to always love you first. What I suggest to women I also have in my book uh as one of the steps, have affirmations everywhere. I got this big 
get told that I got from PJ Maxx uh, because <laughs> I understand her. I understand because after four marriages, I'm like, wow, yeah. what, what did I do wrong? I right. don't even I don't even connect those dots because those dots were me. I don't give them that kind of credit. They don't deserve that kind of credit. So what I did was put all that onus on me, not in a negative way, but to say, what can I do to fix what I have broken? Mm -hmm. Why did I pick them in the first place? Then I write down that. Why did I pick them? Oh, I liked him. I liked how he danced. I liked, oh, I liked how he moved. I liked, when I looked at my list, and he's so charming. Oh, and this one's so smart. He he say he got a PhD. I found out that was a lie. But he was smarter than anybody I knew with a PhD. So I was attracted to him. So I had to put all that down on paper, Destiny. Why did I pick these people? Once I put it on paper, it dawned on me, ooh, I don't have a PhD. But I wanted right. somebody who did. Oh, wow, hmm. look at that. So when I looked at the whole list, I realized it was things that I want that I didn't have that I saw in them that they had. So right. bottom line, I started focusing on getting my master's, um, looking in that mirror every day, saying, Tanya, you are beautiful. And back to that pillow, that pillow says, good morning, gorgeous. And it's pink, my favorite color. So when I see that in the morning when I make my bed, when I don't want to go to work, that, that pillow itself saying, good morning, gorgeous, just starts my day. Absolutely. Surround your home with affirmations so that you can uplift yourself. Because if you don't uplift yourself, ain't nobody else going to do it. And if you're out in the street meeting new people and your spirit is broken, you're going to meet uh, uh, duplicates of what replicas, I mean, replicas of what you just got out of. It's going to be a vicious cycle. So you have to train yourself to not give up on yourself, to love you, pamper yourself, do things for you, start loving on yourself, go out shopping, look in the mirror. And and what I tell my, my listeners on my FaceTime live, stare in the mirror until you cry. That's what I've done. And mm-hmm. all that brokenness just comes out. You just you just crying it out. And then once you're done, you get in the bathtub, you put some candles in there, and you stop thinking about the negativity and start Absolutely. embracing who God made you to be, the Absolutely. best that you can be. And don't get caught up in what didn't work out. You're like, they, they, trust me, the exes, they have moved on. They're not thinking about, whoa, what, what did I do wrong? Or how did that? They have moved on. They're not even looking back. You have to do what is good for you. That's what you need to do. And you're fine. And don't forget your name. Your name speaks volumes. And you just talk to your name. Girl, look at you. Destiny, you something else. Talk to yourself. If we can't flirt with ourselves, why in if you, well to be honest with you, if you can yeah. flirt with yourself, you're not pressed about some stranger doing it. <laughs> He's gonna right. have to do more than flirt with you. He's gonna have to earn your yes. love and your trust. Yes. Yeah. He's gonna Absolutely. have to earn that. 
But if you to somebody else doing all that for you, you're not going to ever be in love with yourself, and that's where it's going to always start. So now, oh, I'm so in love with me, and I'm not conceited uh, about the love for me. Right. I just right. know what I'm not going to tolerate anymore in my life. Absolutely. And I'm 56. I ain't got a lot of time to be playing around. <laughs> so I had to, I mean, I mean, I'm just being honest. I got friends that didn't make it to 56. Life right. is short. Right. But we got to treasure our time here because what I believe, if we are still living, God's not done with us. So why in the world would we be done with ourselves if God's not mm. done with us? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, it, you know, the thing about it is, Tanya, is that we don't realize that when we get into those moments, of depression and, and doubting ourselves and the type of person that we are and, and, and just, fit, you know, getting in our feelings, it really plays a huge factor on our spirituality, you know, and, and how we feel inside and how we operate on a day-to-day basis, you know, because you see so many women walking around hurt. They don't have a smile on their face. They, you know, they're they're going all these different challenges because of the things that they've experienced in their lives. And like you said, if you don't get up and encourage yourself and love yourself and embrace yourself for who you are, you you, you will literally drown in your own sorrow uh, because of all of the turmoil that you're putting on yourself. And, And, you know, and that's the thing our bodies tell us. You know, when when we're getting overwhelmed with stuff and and, and for those out there who um, listen to what you were saying about, you know, just flirting with yourself and and motivating, encouraging yourself. It does a wonder um, for the spirit to do that. It uplifts you. It gets you motivated. It gives you a brand new outlook on life and how you look at situations overall. And so. Um, uh, one more question uh, from uh, this one comes from Erica from Atlanta. Uh, she says, hey, she says, out of your relationships, what did you learn the most about yourself at the end? I learned just how powerful I was the moment mm-hmm. I started loving myself. Mm-hmm. When we when we love ourselves, Erica, your boundaries are set high, and you do not compromise your boundaries. That is a hard place to be because as women, we compromise our boundaries all the time. We do it with our kids. We do it at work. We get our feelings hurt, and we just let it go, and we, we pout the rest of the day. But when you raise that bar yes. because of how you feel about yourself, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like a, a whole, there's something, there, there's, there's like a, a barrier, not a barrier, not a wall, but a protector that they see too. So when they come at me now, Whoever it be, it be a boss, it be a coworker, it be a boyfriend, it be a a a, a, a girlfriend. Um, they come at me not charging. They come at me respectfully 
they come at me like this is not the one, and I'm not an angry black woman, but I'm a woman that not you you better come correct right because after all the pain and suffering, I'm not right. going out with another one. I'm going out as a as a as a um, what what's my one of my my I'm going out as a conqueror. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be known as the victim. I I, I want to be victorious, and we can all be that, but we got to take a stand. That's right. It, I can't say that more than, and I got a list of of to dos in my book that I suggest. One of them was the affirmations, but we got to really. The key is to love on ourselves, mm-hmm. and and a man is doing you wrong, he gonna run away. Because he's like, whoa, what happened to you? You changed. Oh, man, this I used to be able to do this. What's wrong with you? He's not going to want to be putting up with somebody who loves him, themselves if he is not coming correct. Right. And a lot of times that is just what the man needs, a woman who is in love with herself. Then he knows, whoa, if I want to keep her, I got to step up my game and I got to come correct. No more playing, no more uh, booty calling. I gotta come correct with this woman. So yeah, you you get you get that kind of you you get it either way, you know. So that's why it's important. It is important. If I can't stress anything else tonight, that is the key. Don't read the book. Just remember, you got to love yourself. So what I learned from all of this mess. All this drama, because it was drama. You guys, I was even in an institution, a mental institution, because one of my husbands, I was going to kill. And I was pregnant, and I just said to myself, wow. okay, I got to I gotta kill him. Uh, I'm the best thing he'll ever find. If he don't know that, I need to take him out, because I don't know what I'm going to do without my husband, my nice house, my kids, um, all of that. I was, I had lost my mind. So my point to the ladies who are listening tonight and the men, we got to come correct, and right. it starts with us. We need to stop the vicious cycles because we know what we're doing is not working. That's right. That's right. We, we just get in a habit where it becomes so habitual we don't know how to stop it, and many of us don't know how to be alone. I love being alone. Nobody's in my house now. My son's at football practice. Uh, my daughter is in and out. She's. I'm, I can't wait till she becomes a nurse so she can get her first fat check, and I'm going to find her an apartment. I love <laughs> being alone. Women, yeah. we got to love ourselves enough that we can be in a house by ourselves and not feel like we got to find somebody to talk to or do something right. with. That's right. We have That's to learn to cherish who God made us to be to the Absolutely. fullest. Absolutely. We don't even even live to the fullest because we're always running behind that mate or that no good boyfriend or the one that's doing the booty call to impress them Mm -hmm, that we mm -hmm. are continuously losing ourselves in the midst of that. I hope I answered that question. Absolutely. And I believe, just to go with that, in those moments of, 
of when we are by ourselves. I believe we learn the most about ourselves, Tanya, because I, f- I feel like sometimes when we get involved in relationships or, you know, you know, you, you might just be dating or seeing this person or whatever and, and dealing with all this extra stuff, we lose ourselves. We lose ourselves because yes. we're getting so caught up in other stuff that's going on. And so, you know, once we have those moments where we are alone, we begin to identify things that we liked and things that satisfy us without, you know, oh, man. And I, I ain't nobody calling my phone, and I ain't nobody texting me. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody coming over. But just being in the moment of self um, and embracing yeah. who we are and where we are at the time gives us the most value because that's when we can have our our, our private time, our own private time, and our yes. own conversations um, about yes. you know how we want to move forward, the type of woman we want to be, um, and, and those moments are precious. I, I tell you, those moments are precious yes. uh, when they, you have they, those moments they, to yourself. They, yes, they are, and we got to stop losing ourselves and be yeah. so desperate to get out of the house, yes. to get with yes, somebody, ma'am. get in their car, go on a date, yeah. and at the end of the day, you feel so useless, you, you got to change. Because That's you right. should never feel that way, and we should never allow anybody to devalue us. And my my exes, they are running around like chickens with their heads cut off because I was <laughs> the best thing they ever had, and right. and and I feel for them, I pray for them, but we don't have time to be worried about them. Our focus right. has got to be fixing what is broken within right. ourselves. And believe me, that takes that takes the rest of your life to fix yourself. So why waste it on mm-hmm. people who you know, even friends, girlfriends, who are not in your corner, who are always naysaying, they, those are friends that you do not need in your life. That's right. So a lot That's of right. us need to be doing a whole overhaul on fixing things in our lives to be right. able to move where we want to be. And then that love that you want, you will attract it because you got yourself together. As I tell my listeners on FaceTime Live, we got to be prepared. Mm. We got to be prepared for that love. That's right. We we can't get it all broken down and all all jacked up because of what our exes did to us. We got to forgive them. We got to move on. We got to forgive ourselves even. That's a lot of work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, I want to add to that when you were mentioning about uh, the girlfriends, because a lot of times, you know, just for the sake of, of you not being single, um, we, we have girlfriends who try to make us stay in situations they know we have no business being in. They know that it's not adding any value to us. You know, so for those folks who just want you to stay in a relationship just so that you can have a title of girlfriend, wife, whatever, um, you have to be careful of those individuals as well, you know, because in their mind, they just want you to stay in a situation just for the sake of the look of it all. You know, nowadays we, we want to impress people. So we figure if we have somebody on our arm or, you know, we, we, we got a title or whatever it is, um, it looks better that way. But what good is all of that when you're, when, when you're, when you're dying, when you're dying in that relationship um, on a daily basis, exactly. you know, you're losing yourself on a daily basis. You're having to deal with abuse. You're having to deal with cheating 
all of this stuff that it serves no good um, to someone who has to deal with that, you know, so we have to be mindful. And sometimes we have to cut off people, you know, people that we've might've known yes. for years, um, you know, we have to cut them off because uh, of the, of the bad value that they're adding to our lives. And, and, and when people are adding nothing but negativity to your lives or giving you that bad advice, you have to cut them off. You know, you have to cut yeah. them off. And so, um, you, you do. I, <laughs> I, and so with this book, it is a phenomenal book. Um, I'm telling you, you're not going to want to put it down. Um, I started this book with a, with a cup of tea, and I think I drank like four cups, <laughs> four more <laughs> cups of tea, uh, just trying to get through it because it was so, so, so good. And I'm going to have to get um, the first book um, as well because I, I know uh, it is just it's spectacular. And so at the end of the day, Tanya, what is it that you hope um, with your mission out here, what do you hope um, to plant on this earth that would resonate with the women and the individuals that you come in contact with? I, my, my main prayer every night before I go to bed, and I have met so many women that have become my friends because mm-hmm. of reading my, my material, Um I just want them to love themselves. And it, and it hit me. You know, there's a Bible scripture about love. Love mm-hmm. conquers all. And when I heard that as a kid, I'm like, love don't conquer all. You got people that mean, people that this, people that that. <laughs> well, if they love, kill. Mm. If they love, how could they harm you? Right. If they love, how could they abuse you? How could they rape you? So love, and it starts with ourselves because if we love ourselves, we will not allow anybody to hurt us. Absolutely. And there are people in relationships that have been abused on an ongoing basis for years. They obviously are scared to leave. But most important thing, forget the fear. They don't love themselves. Can you imagine putting on makeup to hide bruises that you get on mm. a consistent basis? Mm. You can't love yourself if you're looking in your mirror and you're seeing right. your face all damaged because your husband of five, six, seven years is, is putting those bruises on your face. You cannot love yourself. Forget leaving the nice home. Forget leaving the apartment. It's beyond that. You do not love yourself. So that is what I want to share, and I want to get all types of material. And I keep myself pumped up because now I'm getting calls from women, and I go, to, I can't sleep at night because I'm like, what I wish I could do is go over there and tell him blah blah blah. <laughs> and, and I said, girl, you're gonna get yourself beat down. So I have to stay prayer prayed up, and I and I gotta keep. A circle of women around me who keep me uh, keep me in a positive mindset because it's not me anymore. It's my readers and those who right. connect with me on Facebook. It's bigger than me. It's it's right. them. It's them. Right. I don't care if nobody buys my book. If they can just on loving themselves because I got a job. That book right. was therapy. And that book was to help those 
say to themselves, oh, wow, she went through all that. If she went through that, I can go through this. I'm leaving him. I'm packing my bags. I'm going to have to go. I can't go to the shelter, but I'm going to go to mama's house and deal with her mouth for for a month or a year. But I'm not going to go through this anymore because I love myself too much. If I can get every, every woman to say that and to protect their young girls and their young boys from this kind of abuse and this vicious cycle, I'm in heaven. That's, that's what I want to leave. Absolutely. That's what I would want to leave with. We have to and love ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, uh, Tanya, for the folks out here who want to be able to um, purchase not only this book, um, but also the, the sequel to this one, um, Little Girl Inside, Owning My Role in My Own Cane, uh, tell the folks where they yes. can go to purchase um, your book. Well, it's uh, my son told me it said books and books a million now, so I was like, woohoo! All right, Amazon, and it is also at every. I believe it's everywhere books are sold, so it should be. If it's not, just ask them. Hey, where's Tanya Barbie's books at? And they'll order it for you. (laughs) But it's definitely at the key places, and I'm also on Facetime, um, Facetime Live every Thursday night at eight o'clock. And I'm also on the, all those videos are going to YouTube. So if you all can please subscribe to my channel and, and comment on it because you might like um, some of the, because I talk about this kind of stuff every week. And um, feel free to follow me and, and give me some advice and give me some pointers and give me some uh, of your feedback because you might be going through something that I can help you with. And mm-hmm. I'm there to help you. If you, want, if you need some help, I'm there. So um, that's what I'm doing right now. And I'm also on WBGR, which is an online gospel network, every other Friday starting next Friday. So I'm always interviewing somebody and talking about relationships. It's called Still a Rose in spite of it all. So um, lots of stuff is happening. And um, um, I I got more stuff coming out, and I'll just be posting that on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff coming up. So I Absolutely. thank you for having me tonight. You guys are Absolutely. awesome. And the questions yeah. are awesome. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. And we have a whole bunch of folks um, on the line listening as well. We have some folks who are uh, usually traveling and all those things. So, But we have a lot of oh, folks nice. here tonight who are listening in as well. But I'm telling you guys, this is a phenomenal, phenomenal book. Um, and, Tanya, I just want to take time to thank you. I thank you for um, being um, being that light that so many of us as women need in our lives, you know, because it's, we don't always, we don't always get the seeds and the nourishments that we need in our adolescence, you know, and like you said, sometimes yeah. it takes us till we're full grown women to yeah. realize where we are and where we should be um, in life, in our lives and, and what type of person we are. And so um, I thank you for um, letting women know that, letting women know that, some of us are going through similar situations, but there is greater on the other side. And so I'm glad that you are out here uh, sharing that with other women also. And so um, before I let you go, Tanya, uh, because I know you have another um, live event actually uh, here shortly, tell the folks uh, where they can go to connect with you on um, social media. 
Well, I'm on YouTube, Tanya Barbie. I am still a rose. Uh, feel free to go on there and subscribe to my channel. That way, every time it's uploaded from either YouTube or FaceTime, you'll be right there and get my latest subject. But I talk about these questions that you all ask. We talk yeah. about this stuff every week, and you'd be surprised the men, the men even get involved. Um, That's amazing. Then I, amazing. I'm on uh, Instagram, Tanya Barbie, and I'm on um, uh, FaceTime is where I spend the most of my time. I'm on Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. at, at Tanya Barbie. So you can reach me throughout social media and always hit me up on an email. I respond right away because I enjoy, I enjoy talking to women. I just think it's so awesome that you guys are reaching out, that you want to make a change. And you know you yeah. got to do something differently. That's awesome. That's commendable. That shows strength right there. But my email is IamStillaRose at gmail.net. I'm as, I'm as simple as that. So awesome. you guys reach out any kind of way. And uh, I'm so grateful to be here tonight. And I thank you for your time and putting me on. And uh, I'm glad you like the book. And if you ever need me to do anything, just let me know um, because I, I, I want to see a difference. That, that's yeah. my goal, to see a difference. Absolutely. Where the Absolutely. men are scratching their heads, like, what in the world <laughs> happened? Yeah, we came through. You think the tornadoes is something. We, make a, we made a change. And we're going to right. show you another side of us. That's right. <laughs> That's absolutely right. I love it. I love it. uh, Once again, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. And I definitely hope that you'll come back again soon and and, and chat with me. I would love to have you. And uh, make sure you guys go and connect with her uh, so that you guys can also um, check out her live, uh, which will be starting um, briefly after the show this evening. So uh, once again, go ahead. Every Thursday yes. at 8 o'clock, Every you Thursday guys, okay? Every Thursday at 8 o'clock, yes. Awesome, awesome. So you guys make sure you go and follow her and connect with her. Um, I'll be uh, jumping on there uh, shortly as well to listen. And so once again, thank you so much for coming on here. Um, I definitely love what you do and what you stand for. And uh, I hope you have a great rest of your week. And uh, keep well, doing what you're you doing. thank you. And you do the same. <laughs> thank you. And thank you keep you. doing what you're doing. Yeah, I'm really proud of you. Absolutely. And I will be talking with you soon and you have a good evening. Okay, you too. Y'all take care okay. and thank you for the questions tonight. You're welcome. All right, All right bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, you guys, that was Tanya Barbie, you guys, author of I Am Still a Rose, in spite of it all. Uh, She is also the author of The Little Girl Inside, Owning My Role in My Own Pain. Um, So you guys, make sure you head on over um, and purchase her awesome books, you guys. Um, You can go to www.iamstillarose.com and purchase her awesome books and all of those um, great things. Go check her out on YouTube as well at Tanya Barbie. 
on Instagram, uh, Twitter, you name it. She is over there, folks. And so um, definitely connect with her um, because we love women who are out here making moves and making things happen for other women in their lives. So once again, thank you so much to Tanya Barbie uh, for joining us this evening. Definitely appreciate her. And I appreciate you guys as well for hanging in here with me uh, through all of these incredible shows and guests that we've had this year. It has been amazing. And uh, we're only eight months in, you guys. Um, So with that said, I'll be seeing you guys next week. Um, so make sure you stay connected with us so you can find out who's coming on for the times and all those great things. And so uh, with that said, uh, we're going to get ready to get out of here, folks. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. No matter what you do, always, always live your life like it's golden. Have a good evening, y'all. I am Bianca Fly. I'll see you next time.
Beautiful Butterfly Show would like to thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Also on Facebook.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And last but certainly not least, you can also catch up with us on Twitter. That's at Twitter.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the Vibration Radio Network.